Welcome to the club, the game club, season two. Here we are with episode four, and we're bringing back the guest that started it all. You might know him as Kari Cage or anything of the piss. It's Mr. Carrie Knight back on the show again. How you doing? Well, it's Piddly Pop and Chain Gang. Call me Parker Kari Cage or anything of the piss. And <laughs> we're back. <laughs> they'll never, they'll never know, and that that no. almost makes it so much better for me. No, um, no. you got to keep it in secrecy of why why we said anything of the piss. Really, I'll just I'll throw it into like uh, the next time I record a video, and they'll be like, "What?" And that, but I don't know. That's all that matters. Um, you, the the reply is probably going to be like, oh, yeah, Parker just must have misspoke. But then, <laughs> little do they know that the whole thing was intentional from the beginning. So. Oh, God. Well, welcome back to Game Club. It's it's an honor to be back. I've uh, I've gotten to peep in a bit and watch some of the other ones. I haven't watched all of them, but I have seen a bunch. And uh, I do enjoy the whole format. And it's good to know that there is something uh, LHG-ish that we can call, um, you know, for a podcast in the podcast space so it's been a hot minute since you've been on i i I was asking you last night like hey what game you want to talk about it's like i don't know i don't don't know i want to talk i don't fucking know what are you talking i don't know i don't play video games anymore i just i've never played a game in my life i actually only read warrior cats warrior cats (laughs) we can have a warrior cats themed podcast where we just read warrior cats for the first time why it'd be funny as fuck what what would you get (laughs) out of that suffering uh but comedy as well i think would be the other key attribute you make me feel pain when you say these. anyway things. what game are we talking about today so we're talking uh i don't i know we're talking about the last of us i don't know if that meant the last of us two or one but in my head i kind of had it in like both low-key but mm-hmm. more two than one okay all right but we're talking about we'll naughty do- dogs the last of we'll, us is we'll do a double feature We'll do a Ooh. double feature game double club. Pen. We'll do the 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 original Last of Us, which came out in 2013. 20, 2013, I was right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Epic. And then Last of Us Part Two, which came out this year. We'll try to keep the the spoiler stuff on that game a little bit low key, a little bit less. But uh, there might be a few important ones thrown in there. Yeah, there might be so, there might be some important you, ones. If you haven't there. played The Last of Us Part Two, we'll tell you when to stop listening. Yeah. Uh, be, if you've played the last we'll get a of us warning. one, warning. And then with the last of us, it's I think it's been long enough for me to talk about it in full. Yeah, 2013. If you haven't played the game at this point, we're we're just gonna spoil that one. Yeah. Full, so full out, so just so. don't watch this episode. I mean, <laughs> you got what you get five minutes of preface. You're you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. At this point, uh, it's your fault, actually. Um. So, take me back. I guess 2013. Um, 2013 what were you doing like what Uh, was the what was the context in which you were introduced to the last of us part one okay so before i actually get in this i just want to say jay talked shit for seven years about this game being a a walking simulator about being a telltale walking dead ripoff about being just a visual novel no gameplay have an ass bad graphics ugly characters no story only story actually he just said how bad the story was for years and he beat it yesterday and he gave it an eight out, he gave it an eight out of ten and then he said just so you know how good eight out of ten is to me that's where i have twilight princess this motherfucker talks so much shit and he's in love with it i'm i've we never had him so on this small. game club he had enough to say we probably, <laughs> like, probably that probably would have been yeah. nice 
but I, I'm just so happy that that I get to be smug now. <laughs> but okay, so it was 2013. Actually, I didn't get introduced to it until 20. Uh, literally the mm, I'm gonna say December, maybe January, like second. Like like between uh, Christmas and my birthday of 2013 to like that one little first second day of 2014. Uh, I did watch one episode of The Last of Us by when PewDiePie did it, and I just remember seeing this this one scene of like a, a clicker, and then Joel, Ellie, and Tess like throwing bricks and stuff and running away, and like the first time you ever see a clicker. So I do remember that, but it was so faded that it it didn't pop until I actually played the game. But we were at a Verizon store. And, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. No, seriously, we were at a Verizon store, and my grandmother was getting 4G added to her iPad. And I'm just sitting here on my iPod pressing buttons, like my iPod touch, because it's, you know, 2013, 2014, and I'm too young to have a phone. But I'm Mm -hmm. just like, it might have been like right before I got a phone, maybe a year or so, but I'm just tapping along, having a good time. And then uh, there's a lot of awkward silences, and like, you know, whenever you go to a store like that, and the guy has to, you know, fiddle with your iPad, but they have to stick near you, because if they leave you alone too long, you'll think that they just stole it. And it so happened that um well you, you know how i have a uh, a lucky necklace no i don't think you've told me about that. really okay i have a lucky yeah. necklace and i i wear it every day i haven't really worn it a lot since quarantine happened because i haven't had to leave mm-hmm. um the house but every day i'd put it on and it has like uh stuff on it but the centerpiece is actually the uh imperial flag from skyrim and from all the elder trolls games so it's the dragon and uh, he noticed it, and he realized I like to play video games. So he just started talking to me, the the genie or whatever, the, the guy that was vibing there, just to keep the, the silence from going. And we talked for, like, 30 minutes straight. Aw, <laughs> that's about, great. Yeah, it was so cute, because, like, here I am just being, like, what, 11 or 12. That's so wholesome. What it was. And my grandmother uh, was like, what is he doing? Isn't he too old to be playing games? And my grandpa was just laughing because he was like, oh, perfect. He doesn't have to be awkward right now. And <laughs> he told me, have you played The Last of Us? And I'm like, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I've heard much about it. And then he told me like the bare minimum and he said it changed his life. And I'm oh, like, damn. okay. So I think that day we went to GameStop because I think it, it was close enough to Christmas slash my birthday that I had money to buy a game. So hmm. we just went, I picked it up, and I beat it in three days is how hooked I was. <laughs> and that was all she wrote. I, I love that game. And it's labeled as my favorite game of all time. Skyrim being so great that it's my zero game rather than like my top number one. It's like above one, so it's zero. But Last of Us mm-hmm. is my is my one. Quick question. You What's up? you you had outed yourself as being roughly around uh, 11 or 12 at the time. Oh, fuck off. It's rated The rating M. Of, of Last of Us is, is M. So, uh, what kind of uh-huh. what kind of bad boy <laughs> what kind of bad boy were you to be hopping on these these rated M games at such uh, a young I, age? I used to play Call of Duty Black Ops 1 in 2009. <laughs> I uh I was I was wait, when did that game come out? Cuz I, I want to fact check that. Uh I like how I you played... knew where I was going with it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how we had the same gag, and I think another... In your stream the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, 2010. Yeah, I played Black Ops 1 when it came out, so I was a little beast. Um, 
My... I played GTA Five in junior high. So like, oh no, oh yeah, no, I was, I was, so did I. That was that was fun fact. Yeah, there's a scene in GTA Five, and I don't remember the context of it because is it when you torture a guy? It. No, but that oh. was fucked up. I, I remembered that very clearly. But there's this like there's a celebrity girl who I think is trying to look like Britney Spears or whatever. And there's oh. this fat guy, this director or whatever, and they and they be fucking in the backyard or whatever, and then you're like yeah. watching it. I think that was the first time I had actually seen <laughs> like anything of that sort in okay. my entire life. <laughs> I think I think I know what you're talking about and Yeah, there's like this celebrity girl and she wants to be in this movie or whatever and the Oh this, wait, like, that's like this... that's Michael's daughter. Ye- is it? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I, is she, is she like blonde? Does she look like she was wearing? She's blonde. Like, was, yeah. she, was she like wearing a schoolgirl outfit? So Loki, like Britney Maybe. Spears, Loki. Yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe. uh, that's Michael's daughter, and he, she was trying to get on this show, and she really liked the guy that start like that runs it. It was like so you think you can dance or like a talent show like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're just going at it. But that was the first time I had probably seen anything that sexually graphic before. Was was in GTA Five, just unaware. Well, that's why Michael tattoos a dick on his face, or or on his chest. You get a you get a choice. I remember wanting that for Christmas, and then looking at my stocking, and my father didn't get it for me, but my grandmother did, and I was mm. like, "Yo, here it comes!" Actually, <laughs> hell, because of that, yeah. I got to be a part of the um, well, not a part of. I didn't participate. I was I was a lucky bystander in the uh, very notorious 2013 uh, Christmas hacking of of Rockstar's GTA 5 where a bunch of people online were gifted like trillions of dollars and I was gifted hmm. trillions of dollars. I held on to hmm. that shit for like 3 years like right right before um the game really popped off on PS4 is how long I had that money. Damn. And then they took it away but I still had all of my shit so it didn't matter. <laughs> okay, so you get the game roughly around birthday or Christmas, which I assume puts you at like a December baby or like oh, close I'm, to it. You don't remember my birthday? Not off the top of my head. I, I know it's a later. later I know in the your month. birthday. You yes, don't. You don't. Yes, you I don't. do. It's November seventh. Okay, well, fuck. What year? <laughs> uh, nineteen. Wait. Uh, I'm really hoping you get this wrong, so I don't look like an asshole. Oh, this is podcast. dumb. It's either um, isn't. You can't go either. That's cheating. You gotta just know. No, the no. I'm just trying to remember. You're. It's. It's. <laughs> I'm gonna say ninety eight. It's probably ninety nine. Ooh, ooh, ooh Where, you're what is wrong? Ninety seven. It? It's ninety seven. Okay. Yeah. Ethan was born in ninety nine. So I guess you're closer to my sister's birthday uh, age than I thought you were. But right, she's only twenty three. I thought she was a lot older than that. And yeah. Cool. But, so we're both awful people. That's what I wanted to know. No, but I actually know your birthday. <laughs> Got you a birthday present and everything. But no, uh, you did. You did. I'm January second. Actually, January second. Okay, so that's what you meant by close enough. Cool. All right, so you get the game, you're playing it. What's like your first impressions? Like your your. I've never played a stealth game before like this, and Jay has talked about how he hates that the stealth is so mandatory in the first game, and it is, it is. But um, it's supposed, it's supposed to add a, a different kind of challenge, and I'd never really done that before because I've been such a run-and-gun guy. I mean, remember me, I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops 1 in diapers. But here I am, also kind of one of the first real single-player games I think I experienced all by myself. I mean, of course there was the, the ones I grew up with, like on the PS2, sure. But like, once... The PS3 was really mine. 
my memories of the PS2 were memories of, I guess, having an almost sibling love family dynamic that I have. I didn't really get back until uh, my sister had beyond become an adult and I had been just going to her house. So, like, that was a time of me really being a kid. But by the time that I got the PS3, which was mm, 08. Yeah, it was 08. I got the PS3 and that was my first real this is Parker experiencing gaming in his own way rather than just tagging along and playing Mortal Kombat with his father and losing. Oh, okay. So more involved. Yeah, it was it was really me. And the single player experience was so interesting. And yeah, of course I played COD and I, I, I shot uh, losers all the time, which wasn't weird, but seeing this much graphic like violence for the first time was a little jarring at first but i really got close to it because like there's a there's this thing called a bloater which is a giant tank of a bitch and he will just rip your face in half and you see it and it cuts right before your your head like splits in half but it it's it's maneuvered and i was like holy shit like i've never seen this and been like almost frightened before because like yeah. i grew up playing mortal Kombat, so the violence has never been a thing for me before i had seen all this and it was so weird but I loved it, and I loved the story. I loved the family, like like the uh, daughter-father dynamic between Ellie and Joel, because I was like, fuck, I wish I had a dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or a mom, more so. Oh, yeah. Well, Ellie, Ellie to... didn't either, to be fair. I mean, that's that, not... That's fair. She, her dad. <laughs> she didn't. But, you know, so. it was it was a good time, and I really, I really liked it. I, I think it's easy for us to spend the majority of this podcast uh, for last of us part one and two spending the entirety on the story because that's what everybody talks about right like the gameplay gets a, a casual mention every now and then but when people say the word last of us your first impression is not stealth zombie gameplay your first impression is like really well crafted video game stories and that's that's how it's brought up the gameplay got a big boost like a lot more fun in the last of us two but there was a there was a mechanic to The Last of Us that made the gameplay like the first game that made the gameplay fun. That multiplayer is fantastic. It's I've never seen a, a stealth game have a uh, a deathmatch style <laughs> um, combat system online before, and I don't think it ever really has except for in this case. Unless I'm wrong somewhere, guys. But there was so many stealth mechanics added on to just playing online with your friends. That was so weird. Like, you know, you have the listen mode where you can uh, hold down R1 and then you'll just, you'll hear all the footsteps nearby and you can like kind of figure where somebody is. But if you don't move at all, you, can, you don't get detected. Or if you don't move, if you move super slowly, you can't get detected either. So you could use your stealth abilities against the people you're playing with. And you could just shiv them in the back of the throat and get all and rack up all the points. And I, I did that for years. I mean, uh, I don't remember. I don't think it it came out like I don't think the game dropped with uh, multiplayer or not. It might have, but I don't think I played it until later. And some of my favorite memories. Uh, I I tend to talk about 2017 as my favorite year, but in 2017 it was just um, Bell Bolt. Jackie and I playing The Last of Us online, and then uh, Bolt would come up behind me and stab me in the throat and say, hey, Parker, out of nowhere. And it was great. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I miss those days sometimes. But. Is it like a more like 
because you describe all these all these stealth mechanics and generally stealth is seen as a more like slow mm -hmm. affair but a lot of online multiplayers is pretty like quick and chaotic and that's what everybody gravitates to yeah is this more of a slower online multiplayer i guess because i haven't i haven't heard of anything like that before it can be case. Okay. It really depends on what you're doing. Because, like, you know, you can be in ranked matches. You can be in casual matches. You can do whatever. But, uh... I guess, are you incentivized to go slow and play stealthily? Or can you just Leroy? It's safer. Really pay attention. It is a lot safer to be quiet. Because, uh... One of the things I don't like... I've talked about bullet sponging. I don't like bullet sponging. I like very clear logic within guns. Like if if I can sh watch somebody in a cutscene get shot in the head and die instantly, I want to shoot you in the head and you die instantly. I don't care what level you are. I feel like leveling should be should be skill based rather than uh, like uh, protection. And right. the rules got to be consistent. It has to be too. consistent, or I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. The Last of Us has a very consistent uh, thing there. Like, yeah, sure, you can get a med kit and then heal up after getting your ass rammed. But if you don't have that, you're screwed. And uh, there can be people just running out with their with their bats with knives on them and just like like hitting you a bunch. But if you're not looking out around you, there could be another guy sniping you because they see. You, that you took the advantage of running out there. Another guy could be with a Molotov. Another guy could just shave you in the back of the throat. And you didn't even know he was there. I was always the, the bomber because you could craft like little, <laughs> um, little shrapnel, uh, bombs with nails. And if you place it, you can either throw it or just place it on the ground. And if you place it on the ground at the right place, somebody will walk by and just instant, instant kill. It's great. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I guess, We've covered we've covered gameplay we've covered multiplayer which is surprising I didn't think we'd go there at all, uh, <laughs> but cool like I don't think a whole lot of people talk about it so that's neat. Uh, I guess we can get into like story specific stuff because it is something that a lot of people are gonna want to hear and it is the pretty big difference between the first game and the second game. We've talked about how there's some similarities between the first two gameplay wise and how there isn't a multiplayer in the second game, but the story again like I said earlier is kind of that big selling point i guess um what do you think about at least last of us part one we can get into two later what do you think is like the the defining element that really pushed last of us one and game stories a little bit further because i remember when this originally came out this was the game everybody was talking about in terms of game stories and not to say and not to say it hadn't been done well before uh, but this seemed like everybody was agreeing that this was new ground. And I want to know from your perspective, like, what about it really pushed it forward? Here I am. 20, really, really late 2013, really early 2014. Got the game in my hands, put it, put it in, you know, little, little, oh, I was fat back then. Shit. I was going to say, yeah, little <laughs> circular, <chonker>. circular <laughs> Parker with his, with his red little cheeks, turns on the PlayStation 3, puts it in, and then... He plays as a girl named Sarah. Sarah's a Sarah's a sweet girl, and here's Parker. You know, in twenty, uh, a baby Parker. So, so the younger characters were hot to him, and he was like, "Ooh, she has short hair. That's his type." So, um, <laughs> so you just walk around as her for a little bit, and then you interact with some objects. You see that it's it's Joel's birthday, and she gave him a watch, mm -hmm. and they have this really cute dynamic because Joel's really young like he's a really young father um I mean at the at at this time in the game it's 2013 and I'm gonna say Joel Joel's written at that moment mid 20s 
early, early 30s. He's a very young father. And El- uh, and th- this girl, Sarah, she's like 12, 14. Mm-hmm. You see all these pictures of her playing soccer. You see, you see uh, this really cute birthday note. And this, uh, this, this just really adorable relationship. And then she goes to bed. She wakes up. And she checks the news, and they say that there's all this stuff going on. And there's, there's, there's people going crazy. And then she's like, what the hell is happening? So she goes to the house phone. She tries to call her dad. The phone line's dead. She sees a text on her father's phone from Tommy, her uncle, saying, I'm on my way right now. Dad's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And then you walk to, like, this... You walk to, like, the, the screen... The, the sliding glass door. And then you see your neighbor slamming on your glass door and trying to kill you your dad comes up and has to shoot him and you're like that was our neighbor that was our guy what the fuck's (laughs) happening right now and then sarah is just supposed to stick with him and then now you're running around uh you get in a car you see the entire city of austin texas just go down shit and you uh you get in a car accident Mm. while you're trying to get out it's implied Sarah broke her leg. So now Joel's carrying her. Tommy gets the gun. Uncle Tommy, of course. Um, and they're just running around, running around. And then they escape. They, they get out. And they're on this, this beaten path. And they see a police officer. And they're like, uh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, ACAB in, in this situation. Um, <laughs> Very so you see ACAB. a police officer. And you're like, hey, help us. My daughter hurt her leg. We need to move. And then he talks on his walkie-talkie and says, Sir, they had a little girl. Mm. Yes, sir. And he points his gun, and then he says, Dude, come on, please please no. Please don't. And then the officer shoots at them with uh, Sarah in his arms. And then they fall down a hill, and everything seems okay, because they don't seem like they got hurt until Sarah's screaming. Crying, holding herself, bleeding. And Joel's about to get shot too when Tommy comes out of nowhere and shoots the officer in the head. And they try to put pressure on it, but Sarah doesn't make it and she dies on outbreak day on her dad's birthday. Mm. That's what made it different. Not only that they, that they killed the first person you play as. Right. In like a 14 minute segment. This happens so fast. But you get so invested so quickly. The Last of Us wasn't afraid to fuck with you. That's why the story is so well well received because they weren't a, they weren't afraid to hold back. I mean, they, they, I mean, they uh, they didn't need to hold back. They 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 wanted to show you how cruel the world could be, and then it, it boosts thirty years in the future. Here's Joel, a uh, late forties, early fifties man dealing with the, the loss of his daughter and he just has to exist and you get all these dynamics playing as joel and seeing all the similarities with sarah and ellie and you can see how she's the perfect surrogate daughter and he's the perfect surrogate father i, I feel like i'm ranting but <laughs> no, no no go ahead go ahead there's this moment um we're about to jump into the last of us two a little bit this isn't a spoiler it's just a moment but um before I have to put that spoiler warning in there. Actually, no, know what? I'm just going to be safe. So if you haven't played The Last of Us 2, I hope you had a good time. <laughs> I hope you had a good time, but we'll see you next time.
So, imagine me playing this year, this game for seven years straight, loving it, loving the story, running through it a bunch of times, and then watching Joel die. Watching a girl that you played as kill Joel right in front of you, beat him to death with a golf club, and have the goddamn gumption after shooting him in the leg with a shotgun to say, you don't get to rush this. Well, I think that just goes back to like what you said earlier is like the very first scene in the game literally be killing a, like a girl, right? A 12 year old girl. Right. And you had a said child. That, that, that part of what makes these stories works is that it, it doesn't hold a lot of punches and it does relatively like do a lot of dark shit. Um, and I think even that even that Joel moment for as fucked up as it was, this would kind of be the series to do that. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like just based off of what what we've talked about story wise in the first game, the second game is like, oh, okay, we can get away with that. Let's see what <sighs> other like fucked up shit we can do in the second one. And they they do a lot more fucked up shit. In the it's second so one. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So. The Last of Us Two has this double this split narrative between Abby and Ellie. And Abby gets too much screen time. But I like a- Abby's world. I like the whole um, ex-Firefly deal. Because most of the, the wolves are ex-Fireflies. So a lot of them know what Joel did. Everybody knows that Joel basically fucked over the world. And Abby has her own personal vendetta because Joel killed her dad. Because her dad was the only one that could make the vaccine. And sure, I get it. She killed your dad. Or he killed he killed your dad, so you kill him. I get it. But when you when I've spent 7 years <laughs> following Joel, I don't give a fuck who your father is. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't care less. Especially if he's just some random doctor character. Random right? doc- I mean, I definitely killed him. Like I remember shooting him. I think yeah. I have. I think it's in in my control. I don't even think it's a cutscene. Is what I'm trying to say. I remember shooting him. I feel nothing to this moment. Her, her dad, cool. I get it. He liked to collect um, coins and shit. Great. He he saves a zebra from almost getting strangled in barbed wire. Sure, I get it. Cool. Uh, Abby's current boyfriend when her father dies owen he's cool he's this like military man but he's really just a free spirit and he doesn't even want to be bogged down by the whole military life because he just wants the world to be happy again i get it cool nice but and then mel who eventually becomes owen's girlfriend and baby mama the pregnant lady she's a nurse a a medic a surgeon she does all this stuff for these people and she's she she doesn't want to hurt anybody and after sitting and watching joel die she says yeah i know he killed a lot of people he hurt a lot of people he deserved to die but i wish i had nothing to do with it Mm -hmm. she's so like these characters have so much character like this guy manny he's a he's a ladies man he's like piping down every bitch in the wlf's like uh it's hilarious like these characters are cool but abby is so unredeemable irredeemable Mm. like and it's hard because i want to give her the benefit of the doubt because i play so much as her i probably should find something to like about her and i just can't find it because she's an asshole to everyone it makes me feel bad because i really i play i've played what maybe nine hours as her at this point and she doesn't mean anything to me. Mm. 
but I love her world, and that's what kills me. Because I, I wish if she if if there was something that made her good, I'd love this game even more. Because I love this game. It has great combat. It has great stealth. It has good characters. It has a great story. Great score, of course. Because Gustavo Santoalaya is really really good at guitar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it has all these great things. But it's too much Abby because Abby is too much. Mm. And I really hope that in the end, when I do finish this game, I can I can still say I love it. Because I do love it. It's just never going to... I don't think it can beat the original because I've played as Abby so much. And Abby just makes me sick. But, I mean... That's just a theory. A game Last of Us theory. theory. Thanks, Thanks for watching. For what is this, Nerdception? I don't know what the fuck we're doing, to be honest. Nah, it's all good. I felt like I was talking a lot, but I feel like you were giving me a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> well, like, number one, number one, haven't played either of the two games. Yeah. Number two, we covered all of the we other did. interesting stuff right before the story, and mm-hmm. I knew this was coming where we were just going to have, like, a good section dedicated to the story, and you have to do it when you talk about Last of Us, but it's the part I can say the least about. Yeah. So I'm like... Yeah, I'm not going to really be able to add much to this. I'm just going to have it's to all good. Parker, like, listen to his experiences and shit. And they were interesting. They were funny. I well, learned glad. a lot about both games. Uh, but at the same time, I think you've hit the it. limit of the, of the, of the podcast. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I was thinking we should just have a bit too. But all I can say is I think you should play it. Because I know you have a PS3. I do. So you should at least play The Last of Us 1. Hell, I... I I don't think I mean I could watch me watch me buy it on eBay and just send it to you. <laughs> it's probably super cheap. A lot of PS3 stuff's cheap, right? Yeah, now. it's it's not it's not hard yeah. it's not hard to get. Yeah, and hell, it's we could play we could play online together. It'd be so cute. Unless well, he wouldn't want to do that. He doesn't like spending time with me, guys. If you didn't know, Aiden doesn't enjoy my company. <laughs> um, I've already had one hour too much of Parker. You see, for it's, it's for the year, actually. This is for it. The <laughs> no more Stardew, kids. We can't record anymore. It's done. <laughs> it's over. No more. But Damn. I'm glad I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about two games in one. We did. So now I don't have to do another podcast for just a whole 30-minute story of Last of Us because we've covered both games. We did. So and that, it was... That's easy. Easy. Uh... You want to plug anything other right. than like the usual stuff that I'll have in the description from the last episode? <laughs> well, as you guys know, I mean, I'm I'm Carrie, and I call me Parker Curry Cage or anything of the sort. And you know, you know what we do? We we play video games. Uh, oh fuck! I can't even talk about Skyrim anymore. Skyrim no. is done. It's it's over. You can't plug Skyrim anymore. My, my life story is over. I'm gonna kill myself tonight. It's great. No, um, when this comes out, I'm probably still uploading The Last of Us Part Two because that's. There's 44 videos recorded right now. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. There's too much The Last of Us 2 right now. It's so long. It's not 100 even a plus bad episodes thing. of Skyrim. Eh, that's fine. That's not too much. 44 episodes of The Last of Us Part 2. I'm going to uh, die. This is too much. No, content. but no, you got to understand. It's I, I too reco- long. I recorded and uploaded Skyrim over the course of three years. I'm doing this in a week. <laughs> and I'm trying to upload every day of the week. Except, no, sorry, of the week. that like That's Monday to Friday, by the way, guys. I know this is not, like, anywhere in the scope of this podcast at all, but I, like, legitimately want to ask you right now, like... Yeah? Do you think part of it comes down to the fact that, like, 
and I've noticed this with myself too, with series that I really love, typically before all this YouTube stuff, my first experience playing it would be by myself. I didn't have the equipment back then. I wasn't doing YouTube. I'd play a game and that experience would be my experience. It's nobody else's. But I found with, with like Let's Playing the most recent Pokemon games, I did a Pokemon Sword Live, um, a lot of games I'm experiencing for the first time, part of me almost doesn't enjoy it as much because I'm also trying to entertain and make content out of it. So it feels like it's a bit of everybody else's experience. Do you feel that like at all? Because I, I kind of do. I do when not I enough, don't. Not enough to make me hate a particular game, obviously, but like deep down Never. inside, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I wish I just played this myself. <laughs> but I can't because I'm a YouTuber and I got to make content out of it. It depends on how good the game is. Okay. If the game is not as good as, if it's not as good as it should be. Like who cares? I'd ra- no, no, actually, that's when I'd rather to play it alone. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm the, I'm the opposite. It's, it's the really, game, I don't really care. good games that I like to play live or on like because I, I like a lot of the stuff i've let's played or you've seen on my channel has been games i've played before all the way through right skyrim 100 percent of that back in 2013 uh, sorry i've regurgitated that moment in my Vomited. life it's disgusting or um uh the last was one you know that's seven years of content and then i played it live through again same thing with the saints row but i don't think i really jumped into any games i'd never played before until mm-hmm. fuck i don't think i did until the last of us two i until think it's the first day, yeah. yeah i think this is you the... played a lot of older games yeah i did um yeah. and in a lot of cases it just depended on time it's it was it was always time like when i when i started doing live plays uh before I don't think I was. Wait, no, I was living with my grandparents when I when I when I got Spider Man proper, and with with Red Dead. I think it's really just I didn't have time to record or edit, and I also didn't have a lot of the opportunities to, because think back to the PlayStation Three era when I was playing games the first time by myself because I didn't have any of the the stuff to do it with. I um I also always talked to myself and pretended I was on like YouTube anyway though. Oh. I yeah I was. I used to pretend You're I had sociopath. like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to myself. I hear the voices every day, but I didn't have the, the resources to actually perform it, but I mm-hmm. had it in my head, I guess. And then when I got to the PS4, I could stream stuff. Sure. But I don't really like the format as much, but I did get a lot of live play content out of just streaming on the PS4. After getting the Roxio, I got to really record and make a, a full-fledged video out of something that I'm playing for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what changed it. Because when it came down to the my PC, like PC content, uh, I don't think I really ran any new IPs on my PC. No, you can't. Or at least recorded. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I physically can't run anything new-new. But I mean, I don't think I've recorded anything that I'd never played before on my PC either. So, man, it's weird thinking about that, actually. It could be a whole other podcast episode. I was just it curious. Is. Yeah, no worries. Because I fuck with that a lot, and I'm sure a lot of other content creators do, especially us that, like, we don't necessarily let's play solo stuff often anymore, but we all do live stream, and we all do, like, yeah. she stuff. So It's interesting. Um, that being said, I was cutting you off in the middle of your plug stuff, so. Oh, well, um, yeah. you know me. I uh, I make. His channel's down below. I make YouTube videos. Uh, they're bad. 
I, I primarily do gaming stuff, but I, I don't just do gaming stuff because I don't like that uh, culture. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gaming content's fun to make, but I don't like the people playing games anymore. Um, you can find me there. I also stream on Twitch. I haven't streamed in a while because I'm trying to finish The Last of Us, but I will stream on Twitch again very soon. And uh, you can also find me here on LHG where we... Wait, I forget. Where do you upload this to? This does go uh, well, it's a podcast, so yeah. like it's all on the podcast platforms. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah. right. there's no video version. I thought. I thought. I thought you uploaded video versions club. too. I think I'm dumb. Well, you can find me in theory here on LHG because this is LHG property. Um, yeah. I, I currently do Stardew with uh, Aiden. <laughs> How wild is it that what? a season later in the game club we're still doing Stardew? Like, because we, we talked women. about. It's like we talked about in the in the Stardew episode that's like, oh, we'll probably be finished with it sometime soon. And here we are on season two. It's like, yeah, so we're still doing Stardew. Going to finish it sometime soon. And then I mean, season three is going to come around and we're going to be like, oh, we're going to finish Stardew sometime soon. I'm 95% <laughs> sure that we'll I'm enjoying the fuck out Stardew. of it. I don't care. I just think it's funny. Oh, it's funny. great. I mean, it's hilarious. we'll be there. And I'm don't worry. I'm still going to hassle you after the series is over so we can play on our farm again. Actually, you're going to be really happy because I learned oh. a lot of new tricks. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can almost use none of them because we're in the winter. But right. We're in the month where you can do jack shit. But but I've learned things, so. Okay. Yeah. But until well, then. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. No worries. Links to stuff down below. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Game Club. Bye-bye, gamers. Stay frosty. Bye-bye. Don't get hit in the head with the golf club. Fuck you. (laughs)